somebody else. So this is Jake's answer. Of course the bandit needs to come back, but secretly he is a she who was the daughter of a wise and kind sage who just didn't know how to raise a child. So he paid for her schooling at a very prestigious magic school. The only magic she is good at are spells that change his or her appearance. Uh, her familiar is a snail named Soup, and she forgot where he last was, so needs help in finding him and her long last dad. That's oh, a full-on backstory. Oh, no name. So have you already sent out the prize? Disqualified. The prize is gone. Yeah, disqualified. Yeah. Take it back. Yeah. Um, so the prize for this month's episode is this beautiful art and kind of the visual history of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it's really, really easy. Thank you very much, Dublin City Comics. I wasn't asking for a shout out. I was deliberately going to ask a question. Yeah, go on. What the fuck is an arcana? It's a collection of of, of just basically information. What's an art? So it's an art and a collection of information. Yeah, so it also, no, no, no. the art and mythology. Yeah, Arcana generally alludes to, particularly in Dungeons Dragons, anything magical or mythological or anything like that. Um, so this is basically oh, the myth and legend oh, of Dungeons and Dragons. With, I didn't know. Which, I was going in a little form. It's got a lot of artwork from the inception of D&D right up to modern day. It's a um, it is a beautiful, beautiful book. Sweet. It's really, really straightforward. Basically, who created Dungeons and Dragons? That's all you're going to say. The DM! No. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I was only half listening. <laughs> so if you were half listening there, you would have heard Doc give you what? the answer. What? I didn't give you the answer. answer so about? it's really easy. You can Google it. I mean, who created Dungeons and Dragons? I've got a lot of energy drinks. Yeah. Type that name in the response <laughs> below. Share the video uh, on social media. Yeah. And um, let us know that you've shared it by tagging podcast, Irish podcast. Um, uh, yeah, and you could be in a chance to win this unbelievable time we will post anywhere in the world. I think, Thank you very much. I think next time we're doing a giveaway, we should like have our own hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah, our own like hashtag. hashtag don't let give the answer away. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag shut the fuck up, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that. That is all thanks to the people at Dublin City Comics. So thank you again for for uh, the prizes for our ongoing sponsorship of the show. Um, all right. You can Carry. check it out. You can check out the store on chemistry or else go to Dublin City Comics um, dot IE. Dot IE. Is that what the website is? Stockcom or dot IE. So www.dublincitycomics.ie. You've got your online store there where you do special deals as well, isn't it? Discounts yeah, and stuff. So yeah. So <laughs> go into the store on chemistry. Check out the web store. Um, there's links below. Um, thank you very, very much, folks, for continuing support. Thank you for Dublin City Comics for continuing to support us. So um, let's kick off. Let's yeah. get back to what we were at. Um, Right, we left off with Loran had just found out where Norman was. The group had rescued Cody um, from her menial task. Ogan is still suspended above the area in a cage, hanging out literally. Um, I'm coming to get you, Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Barbara. Um, So that's where we're at at the moment. So we are going to go back into the group and find out what they want to do next. So, Ogan is suspended above you. You have three of you addressed as guards. Um, you have, then you have uh, Codeine, Aratir. Uh, um, am I still invisible? No, you, 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 that's, that's, that, that spell ended as soon as you got back to the group. Espina is there as well, um, and we have Erdak as well. Okay. Erdak. Um, Erdak. What? Erdak. Is it Erdak? Do you uh, think we could um, bust this cage and let him uh, let him climb out uh, to us without them seeing from the front? I think it's possible. How are accurate? Am I recording here? Yeah. It's a yep. yeah uh, let's see if. Oh, um, uh, How complicated 
is the lock to Ogun's cage. Pretty far away. You'll, you'll have to roll a perception check with disadvantage to see if you can make out where the lock is. Uh, so when you, so we're physically close to it, but it's high up. It's high up. Yeah. Okay. How high? All right. How high? It's a, it's Real about, high. It's, it's about from where you're standing right now. It's it's at least under twenty feet up. Oh, he only has little bones. He'll survive that fall. So he's hanging out of a he's <laughs> hanging out of a wall. The distance between the cage and the ground is about sixty feet, but he's 20, 20 feet. From and he the might distance survive that fall. from the cage to the wall that it's uh, suspended from. Roughly about fifteen feet. So fifteen feet. So fifteen one five. So we so we can't cannonball you. Up. No. What's below? The the, 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 the tree production lines heading towards the ships and the docks. He's suspended above that, which yeah, with other no, like immediately, like what is right below? Is just walkway entry. Just, just no walkways, nothing. Yeah. Okay. So no, I mean, like, if he fell, what would he hit? Straight down. Straight down to where the where the production line. Like what exactly would he hit? Like would he hit a path? Would he hit a bit of machinery? Would he go into there's the people of machinery below. There's, there's machinery. It's where right they're below. loading. The, the no, no, no. I get that. I'm, what I'm thinking of is positioning myself below him so that when they shoot the lockout, I can catch him. There are people lined up loading crates directly below. Okay. Right, okay. So um, that could work. I'm going to address, well, it's not the stealthiest. I'm going to address the gnome and apologize for not knowing uh, her name and asking, is there some uh, is there some wizardry that could help with uh, this situation? Could she bust out the bottom of the cage and then we could work on drop gate. My name is Hespina. Nice to meet you, Hespina. Uh, well, I could, I could try something. Um, let me see now. See what I have available to me at this end. I haven't used quite a few of my spell slots for the morning. I probably have maybe one left. Because uh, if we had two, we could do uh, cage busting plus some sort of levitation. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I don't have levitation, but I do have featherfall. Ah, I do the job. But we'd need to, we'd need to bust it too. Have we got anything we could bust it with? <coughs> well, all of our all of our weapons have been taken, so I only have throwing axes or well. Do you think a a, a well thrown? No, sixty feet. No, no, no. Will it make you feel good to bust it? It does. Busting does make me feel good. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's <laughs> and that's and that's the end of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Spells. Ogan could do the busting, and the featherfall could be applied. Ogan, to him. do you want to roll perception to see if you spot the? As far as I know, I'm, I'm asleep. See, what? No, not you're not. You're awake in the, in the thing. Oh, can I? Can I know? I, I just. So you're 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 fully awake, fully conscious, uncharmed in this cage. Oh. Which is the reason why you're in the cage. Ah, so please roll a perception ah. check to check that you can so see. I may, I think I'm so you're, you're not that far away from them. You can roll to see if you make if it. If I hear them. They are kind of hunkered down behind the, the kind of the, the railing area. But so perception, so yeah. plus two to this. So 12. 12. You can just make out something going on down below. You see like the top of what you think is a, a furball sticking the head up over and looking around and then back down again. You can't really make out the entire group. Huh. Well, he's not going to see him as a friendly face. Let me see. Mm. Ah, Hespina. That up there, <laughs> that up there belongs to us. Uh, well, we're actually here for him. Yeah. We're yeah. here for him. Can, can I ask you why you want Ogan? He looks at Erdak. Erdak kind of looks a bit sheepishly. Well, we were, we were 
given a task by uh, a friend of ours. Well, not a friend. Sorry, can you so just much. fill in the names? Can you just tell us? I'm, I'm only going to do follow-up questions. I, I'm afraid I'm not the best. Uh, One of the heads of the council of the city that we work for. And the city is? It's kind of complicated. <laughs> Look, we've given you the benefit of the doubt so far. We needed to be a bit more forthcoming. What he's is a, it about Olgan? Yeah. Um, and as much as we want to get him free, we also want to know what you want him for because we're hard to hand him over to you. Yeah. We believe he's the son of one of the heads of the council of the city of Cogs. Huh. Okay. Sorry, what? I'm like, what did you say? We were tasked by Redbeard Nogsprocket, who is one of the heads of the council of the city of Cogs. I'm not familiar with the city of Cogs. You wouldn't be because it's not from this plane of existence. We are not, as I said, we're not from around here. Oh, this. Mm. I, hate this. I, I already know who this is going to be, and I hate this guy. <laughs> it's going to be fucking Trevelyan again. It's always Trevelyan. It's always Trevelyan. Okay, let me see. This one has a shiny hat, you know. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Art here. Uh. What is our mission? Presume we've gotten Ogan. Where are we going then? We need to find Oran and Norman. So how about we do that first? Is... <laughs> Sorry, oh, is just so is this kind of uh... sorry cage open or is it? Locked? No, it's locked. You're in a locked cage. So think of a large. And I'm suspended from the suspending cage. And you're saying if there have been other occupants in this yeah. cage, there are bones around in it, nice. rags and things. So, so like you were just thrown in here because they couldn't really think of what else to do with you. Yeah. As far as they're concerned, you were some creature that resisted charming. Mm. And they, they, they've tried it multiple Charmed times much. and it just didn't work on you. It's because um, it's because there, seemed, there seemed to be some sort of magic <laughs> in place that would stop it. Um, That's a bit more information than I should be giving you, but just to give you a general yeah. idea of your area. I am... I've been waiting for a while for someone, but it, it doesn't look like anyone's going to come along. So, um, can I have a look at the lock and see if I can, like, force it open? Like, I am aware that too much and this it could damage the, the cage I'm in, but I just want to see if I can. Or what maybe how are you trying to use to force it open? Can I squeeze through the bars? No. Would it be possible? You've been in to... there for two weeks. I've, yeah, but I'm going to sleep. <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. No, you weren't asleep for two weeks. So, basically, you have been prodded and poked. And then when they couldn't do anything with you, they threw you in here about a week ago. They have been feeding you scraps. Scraps. To keep you alive. You look so you might have lost a bit of weight, but not enough yeah. to get you You're through. Right. You're not going to fit through the bars. They're too, they're too tightly packed together. Could I have been... Could I have been... And it's made of... Uh, sorry, it's made of steel. Is steel, it? yeah. Damn, because I can't buy it through it then. Right, I'll just try and see if I can break the lock. With what? Um, you do have the fever in your hand. You're banging against the thing. Will. Or maybe... Yeah. Okay. Um, Probably not going to work, but... Do you have... Like... Do you not have spells? Yeah, no, you don't have lockpicking. Just roll the d20. I don't have any. Roll this the is just like... Uh, five. Five. <laughs> you jam the femur in with a, one of the sharp ends of it that's broken off. You turn this... And it just snaps. 
And it's now sticking out of the lock. What's the uh Commit a perception check to see what's holding mm-hmm. the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think yeah. At this distance, you, you've got dark vision, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, roll a perception check. 13. Yep. Plus 13. Plus 15. 15. As you look up to try and make out what's holding up the cages, you notice that all of the cages are all suspended by a, a, a section of, of, basically, a system of levers and pulleys. Yeah. That all feed back to the, to the wall and down. And you notice on the far side of the wall, around at the walkway, they're they're tied up. Okay. At the far side, and there are two guards. Thank you. And it's here. <clears throat> One, two, roll, and then do it. Okay. So. Snip. He's such a racist. He never involves me in any of the hijinks. <laughs> he is. He's xenophobic. To be. Um, princess? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Fan art, please. Fan art, please. Maybe not. No, no, no. be thirsty after that one. No, no. I want. I also want fan art for um, um Manfred's uh, Manfred Mann's uh, displayed open. Displayed open. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember he has sure. no genitalia. You do have to remember he has no genitalia. It's like a Ken doll down there. Yeah. yeah. Take on um, uh, Mr. Shetland. Have you seen yes. Rage, bitch? Okay. They're right next to you when you're talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. oh I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, also I know. just want to say we were sent to find him. I didn't say we necessarily have to take him away. Oh, okay. Okay. Just uh, these guys are pretty brutal, and I can be handy. So uh, I'd like us all to work together. Yeah. Might I suggest though, if we free him, we need to go find our weapons. While I do have daggers hidden upon my person, we do have a store where our weapons have been kept. We scouted it out, and that's where all of our material would be. Where is okay, where I really want to get my weapons. It's, it's back this way, about three chambers. Okay. Um, I'm going to help. I'm going to help these guys. Okay. Hogan. Why don't you go with Erdak? Sure, I don't know that I can carry all your shit back though. Erdak, would you mind carrying some of my shit? I'll send one of my boys with it. Excellent. So, so you guys book it back the opposite direction through the through the the, the corridor area where you two had already been and taken mm. all the guards. You uh, you walk through with Erdak, and you you see that the the people are still working away, but there's bodies. Uh, and they're, they've been stripped butt naked now because obviously the guards were armor. Oh, right, gotcha, right? yeah. So the bodies of the orcs and goblins that they, they took out the last time. They just left them there. They just left them there. <laughs> so they walk through, you walk through to another corridor, to another end, and there is a, a thin long corridor with shelving along the sides that have kind of stacks of 
empty crates. There are one or two doors along the way, and then there is a trap door at one end, and that leads down. Sounds like a trap. Mm. That's a trap. Yeah. Don't you open it? So the there's a trap door that goes down, and but um, uh, let me see. Erdak knows where the weapons are, so he's gonna. He should be leading, right? He is. He's, he's ahead. Okay. So do you want to do anything in this corridor? Uh, uh, I know this is the part where I should do something in this corridor. Uh, maybe I'll have a quick peek in one of the doors on my way down. But I, again, that's a trap. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to have a quick look because I don't know where I am at all. Just uh, quickly, I'm not going to go in. I'm literally going to crack the door and look in. The, the, first, the first door you hit is locked. All right, okay. Do you want to try any of the other doors? Uh, one more um, on the same side. The next door up is locked as well. But right. The lock actually seems a bit looser. It's like there's something wrong with the, the doorknob. You can see that the door has been jammed a bit and it's kind of knocked out of its hinge and its frame a bit. So it's loosely, you, if you give it a good push, it'll probably. I'm gonna do that. This is, can I just, can I just put my hand up and go, I know this is a mistake. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Roll a straight check for me. Oh, God damn it. Oh, to bust the door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was for the next thing. I, uh... Oh. That's a one. <laughs> minus a minus one. one. <laughs> wow. You showed her the door. Did she dislocate her own you shoulder? Just, like, it's literally like your concrete wall. You're like, ah! Oh. Uh. Burdak turns by and like, are you having problems with the door there, little lady? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, do you happen to know what's in here? I do not, but I could probably give it a shove for you. Have we got time? Mm, Let's not. do it. Let's do it. Well, I'm sure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Erdak comes over and just literally just goes. God damn Why do I do this? <laughs> he just does the face, not 20, and I'm not like. 20. Oh, nice. The door, he just erupts and the door goes. Again, I didn't know you were rolling for the door. I thought you were rolling for whatever. Behind the door! So, the door bursts inwards into a shard of splinters, um, smacking up against the back wall. I didn't want to do that either. The dark room in in front of you now is long and thin, and like it's pure darkness, but there's a smell that hits you. And it's like this smell of decomposition, <sighs> blood, sweat. Normal? Is and it my bunny? A weird tinge of what smells like paint. Um, you make your way into the room and your eyes, because you've got, I have um, dark, you've vision, got dark yeah. vision, um, and Erdak is standing behind you, and you see a pile of bodies. Hey. And they all seem to have something very familiar about them. Oh no. They're different races. But all very thin, lied, kind of androgynous looking. Each of them, in turn, as far as you can see, in the dark, you can see kind of make out in the light. They're naked. They've all been painted gold. They all have makeshift horns. Oh, no! form of garb on them that seems at first to be expensive enough kind of rainbow colours and stuff but, ah, but as we go on you're looking at this going this is a pile of Lorans yeah 
Everybody back in the pile? (laughs) 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 Yeah, dude. So you're like, what the fuck? Back away, not today, disco lady. (laughs) Okay. Uh. I am going to get out of this room with um, with Erdak and I'm going to just in a very in a very uh, uncomplicated way, which I'm incapable of doing, obviously in real life, but uh, just giving him the rundown that we know a tiefling, that's our tiefling. Why has somebody been making our tiefling? And uh, and as we go to the weapon store. Okay, Erdak. Erdak was like, well, I, I did see, I did see that, that Tiefling come in, and when you guys were being loaded into your sorting areas, that Tiefling, that, that Tiefling couldn't be charmed. That Tiefling was taken away and under escort, and then very promptly knocked on their ass. Uh, that is quite disturbing what I just saw in that room. But clearly, somebody's got a bit of a, a term that they had. The dwarves back in in Cog City got a bit of a graw. <laughs> oh no! For for your friend. Yeah. So I, I I worry about their safety. Okay. All right. Let's get the weapons. So you make your way back down through the trap door. Right. And you notice that as you come down the stairs, you hear voices, muffled voices up ahead, and. Erdak points like, right, the weapon store is up there, but it's guarded. And it's next to the, there's another place right to the right and down, and it's also guarded. Now, we gotta be my stealthily do this. And he reaches underneath. Let his, me get my orc. He reaches underneath <laughs> his, uh, his arm, mm-hmm. and he, out of his sleeve, he pulls out one of his daggers, and he hands it to you. Like, Good, excellent. I take it, you're kind of handy. With I'm handy with that, thank you so very much. So the dagger he gives you, um, is let's see. the dagger he hands you is a dagger plus one. So what this is is yeah. it's basically you have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. It's plus one d four plus three damage. One d four plus, plus three. three. So Ooh, when you nice. when you roll your damage with this, it's one d four and you add three to it, and then but you also have plus one to attack and damage rolls. Okay. Excellent. Um, so you have one of I'm those. just going to very quickly do a... Um, a quick flourish. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're two of you are getting ready, we're going to go back to you guys with the, uh, with the thing over here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to position myself uh, underneath Elvin's cage. You're going to go out? The wonder. Like, go out onto the floor where the people are working. Well, the plan... So, Arun, you were talking about going over to where the winch is and undoing that so that we can get Arun down. Get Ogun down. Ogun down. Ogun down. Ogun down. Ogun down. Gotcha. That'd be really trippy if I got myself that would, <laughs> that would be really <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I'm just not that good. <laughs> okay. Okay, so do you, um, do you want to give me the signal just so that I don't attract too much attention from the floor? Pretty sure the signal will be whatever that thing is screaming, I suppose. 
true, it does have to fall several feet before it goes out, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm pretty sure any noise I make out of it is going to cause more consternation, so just, I'd say get underneath it and get ready. Okay. How long is it going to take you to distract those guys, or kill them? I was planning on quitting you first and then distracting them. Convincing duty doing. <laughs> love it. And so, you're doing that, Haru. Making my way down towards the uh, rope. Making my way. Oh, oh, you did! Fucking Vanessa Carlton. Fuck you. So you make your way up to the two, two. You got your two crew with you. Well, one, because one went with those guys. Oh, one with those guys, right. That's right, they do have one of your, your self-solid crew with you. Yeah. Um, and they're <laughs> over with you. Uh, he's over with you. You're making your way towards the two guards there that are standing next to the pulleys for the cages. Um, <clears throat> they spot you coming. Yeah. You kind of nod, nod. Are you a relief? Yes. You okay. are. You're kind of early. Just doing what's all done does the man want us? I believe so. Oh, okay. They make their way off. So you just cut the rope. They're, they're literally the party. Yeah. So you're just straight in, no kissing. Cut the rope. Wasn't that the plan? Sure. <laughs> you cut the rope. Thanks. You cut the rope and you look as one of the empty cages comes just falls. And then you notice that there's actually four or five ropes coming up from the same area oh, okay. that lead into a pulley. Just roll a perception on me. Now roll a d20. Not so much perception, roll a d20. That'd be five. Five. <laughs> there are four ropes. There are four, <laughs> four ropes. <laughs> yeah. There are four ropes now. You notice as you look up as one of the cages that's on the far end towards the third kind of production line towards the third boat. It falls and lands and crashes across one of the crates at the top mm-hmm. and smatters everywhere. And the, the remains that were inside everywhere, and bones and stuff. Guards Aratier over there start to look up in your general direction. Aratir just looks at a room. The two guards are they the two guards are that are making the way just relieved that are walking away. Mm-hmm. From the troubles in their lives. 
rolled a one, the other rolled a two, so they don't notice anything. Uh, but the other guards that are over that area are starting to look up at the course of the platform, and they do notice that there's two guards there. So they're kind of going, Hey, what are you doing? We're not doing anything. What are you talking about? What the hell? This cage is falling from the ceiling. Oh, yeah? How'd that happen? <laughs> oh my god, that's bold. I'm just going to look at my other, uh, the guy beside me. Put the other ropes. Roll a deception check. No, deception. Deceiving throw. Roll deception. Is that a one? That's a one. Nice. Go up and check on them. Okay, cool. Arity was oh, just standing no. there with her, hat, her head and her hands. She was going, going to oh, be my crying. Tell so anyway, my, my, my guy who's beside me, fucking ropes quick, son. He turns, <laughs> he's like, roll, uh, yeah, he's like, he cuts the next. How many ropes are on? Cut all of them? All the ropes. Yeah. All the ropes. Cut all the ropes. He cuts all of the ropes. And you just see the. <laughs> and all the pulleys just flutter up. <laughs> and the cages just start to fall. Oh, all shit. of them. Including Ogans. Ogans is just Ogans just sits in the cage going, What the? And you see him go down. I'm gonna catch him though. You're gonna catch the cage? Oh yeah. Okay. It's a big enough it's cage. It's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. Big, big, big half board. Yeah. Right. The cages start to fall. Yeah. And they start crashing against all the production lines oh, and the crates and the people below. A few of the workers get close. One of them hits the guard. There's about there's about Six or seven cages falling, yeah, and they're yeah, pretty yeah, big at different exactly. sizes. Ogan falls, and each of them rolls a strength check. This is a good distraction, though. Yeah. Uh, towards us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sort of. Distracting them from their jobs. Someone's, away to look someone's at you. bright-siding over there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a 19 plus... Yeah. The cage falls, and you, you basically <laughs> catch, catch it. Throw back up yeah. <laughs> and it lands on the hook, <laughs> and you get stuck again. A couple of <laughs> on the head. Whoa, you catch it, you look in, it's like, hey, hey, hey shit, shit, fucking god, dogs. <laughs> what? Oh, hey, hello. <laughs> um, what you as the chaos around you erupts, you catch Ogan in the cage. Yeah. You have him, you have, you're holding the cage like yeah. this. There's cages falling around you, the guards are rushing around shouting. There's just absolute chaos. What do you want to do? Can uh, you open the door? I <laughs> find the little door. Yeah, I don't have anything to open that lock though. Can you just rip it open? It's fucking steel, right? It's a metal cage. It's yeah. a metal cage. Like unless I have a lock pick, I like I'm strong at all. Sounds like a bone stone. <laughs> okay. I'm strong at all, but I don't think I'm going to be able to rip it open. Um, we need to fucking hightail it out of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Aruna, what do you want to do? <laughs> what are you doing? And I grab my guy by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. What? He's trying to get these guys to escape. Let's bring him to the master again to explain himself. Bring that prisoner. Pointing yeah, I got him. As you do this. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh As you do this. Yep. You hear from the far end of the area. You're good. Up towards the foreman's. Chuck, you hear this <laughs> booming female voice. The fuck? And she's like, Silence! And it echoes throughout the entire chamber. You all look up and you see a very tall female human, a male Goliath. Ooh. Oh, you're not And a Kenku. That's what it sounds like. Robed with a staff, all standing together, just outside the foreman's shack. 
everyone stops. The chaos is still kind of, the, the, the cages are still kind of creaking and like still settling. Mm. Uh, the Goliath is looking over at you. The Kenku is scanning the area. And the human is just looking around at everyone there. The guards just stop. Like even the ones that are injured are just frozen in place. Um, the voice wishes to speak to you. The monster has decreed that we have people among us that must be made example of. We know who you are. We know you are here. And you will come with us. I need everyone to roll a wisdom saving throw. God damn it. God damn it. Not me. I'm not here, am I? No, you're not here. Yeah. Roll to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that's not good. I wish you would. So, oh, so <laughs> what is wrong with you dice today? Uh, my last roll was brilliant. Oh, yeah, sorry. My strength check was on point. <laughs> is that a one doc? Jesus. <laughs> this, this was such a good plan. Oh, it just depends on not rolling any What did you roll? Oh, oh, one one one. Oh, we're fucking I got an 18, cards. I'm going la la la. You're in the cage, you're going wherever oh, she's oh, going. Yeah. I don't know this. Oh, oh, la, don't and and I'm going roll for your guy. Uh, you got a 10, but that's still not oh, right. Sorry, guys. Oh, brilliant. You all find yourselves. Yeah, actually, we're just going to do it. I'll roll for Espina as well. She actually rolled. Really high, and um, she got a 19. Sure, she so did. Espina is like still over up on the, the balcony area, huddled down behind the, the, the kind of the area, the, the covering at the railings, mm. so she can't be seen. So she's kind of hidden away. Um, but the three of well, you two, and you're carrying him mm. and your guy, just can't help themselves. They walk directly over to where these three creatures are standing, these three figures are standing. As you're doing this, you can just hear all the, the, the crowd around you go, the voice has spoken. The voice has spoken. Oh the voice has spoken. You arrange yourselves on the line in front of the three characters. He goes, she looks down and she goes, you tried, you tried, you failed. We will come meet the master now. We will bring you. And you will not resist. And, and you... You were led. You were led out of the room. Uh, like two baby kittens. You're led out of the room. You're still carrying the cage, Rogan. Yeah. Um, uh, Wayne, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Because, I, I know, I know magic and whatnot, but I know like that if you were to bite someone, would that kind of shock them away from their? Not from this. No. Not from magic. Not from no, this. No worries. Um, so, you guys are let off. Uh-huh. We're gonna go back to you now in the weapon store. Yeah. You are in the corridor, leading down to the two guards that are outside the weapon store. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to the weapon store. So you're going to walk directly up to them? Walk directly up to? The two guards that are standing in front oh, of the Oh, god store. damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there are two guards guarding the weapon store. Yeah, I reckon me and me and uh, Montgomery Cliff can take him. Is there one of my guys as well? You don't yeah. Yeah, you have your guy with you. Let's do this. Um, okay. So... You just want to walk straight up to them? Yeah. Okay. So you make your way up. Yeah. Do you want to say anything to them? What do you want to do? I've still got blue eyes. You still look like you're enthralled, yeah, like you're one of the followers. Um, I'm going to uh, greet them, say I've been 
asked to replenish some weapons for some guards uh, uh, at the assembly lines. But I used the proper words because I've been awake long enough. And um, roll a deception check. Okay. They haven't been working out well so far. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't. This isn't great. It's an 11. If we could have a perception, we'd realise that. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I failed both of them as well. The, the guards both look at each other and they're like, Who are you replenishing? Um, <laughs> I, describe, I describe the guards that were nearest me when I came to. The ones I've been monitoring. Like, from the second archer snapped me out, I was assessing all around. Cool. Me. Okay. So I describe, uh, and I say, I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know their names, but uh, this well, is some names are of importance. It's, yeah. it's the position that they are. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we'll get a letter in. He opens the door and gestures yourself and her back in. Yeah. And the, uh, the other or crew member as well. I'm sure okay. we can figure out names of you guys. Brad. Brad. So Brad goes in with you. Um, so the trees are brought into. So we'll, we'll close the door. Um, pick anything from the first two wrecks. And he closes the door behind him. Okay. Um, when you enter into the room, the room goes back a pretty ways. It's it's pretty big. It's like the Matrix. Pretty much. It's pretty much. It's more like a mini version of the end of Raiders. Gotcha. It's got stacks upon stacks of weapon racks. Um, that's a good sentence. <laughs> so on Erdak's backs, there's backpacks. We've got the weapon racks that yeah. we're going to put in Erdak's backpacks. On and there are stacks. stacks of racks in the backpacks. Yes. Backpack. Um, <laughs> Erdak straight away was like. I, I gotta find my stuff because my babies are looking for me. I can hear them. Okay. Um, he goes, I'm gonna go quickly rummage around here. Uh, I don't know what they're looking for, but generally they package up any weaponry before they catalog it. But more than likely, your stuff has been cataloged and been put to the back of the rig. All of this here at the front, this is basic stuff for the guards. Yeah. All the other stuff is right in the back. Okay. So he, he Ed, makes a beeline for the back area. As he goes, I speak a little bit of Dwarvish to him and I say, uh, fill your boots. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, I'm i going to go find my shit if I can. Just a roll investigation. Okay. Uh, 15. 15. Um, it takes you a couple of minutes and you make your way through the kind of the. <laughs> You're further in, makes your way through the end of it, and uh, you two okay? Yeah, are you okay? You two are allowed to sit more than We're just going to make a beeline for the back area, that just broke us. Oh, right, right. Desired reaction. Uh, butt stuff. Butt stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make your way towards the back, and uh, you start. Do going. I just pr oh. pretend I'm trying to push something out to make it easier? No, it's never mind. So carry on. This carry town on. needs an enemy. No. Uh, <laughs> Bat dance. Uh, you do eventually find, you start to find your materials, you find your armor, you find your weaponry, yeah. and you start to find the rest of the team's uh, weaponry as well. Okay. You also find the bag of holding, which is probably going to be carrying all this stuff as well. Um, you then look up and you see Erdak, and he's strapping on his gear. And it's like stuff you've never seen before. Whoa. Um, he has these weapon belts that go across his chest. <laughs> he's loading this, this looks like a tube with a handle on the end across his back. Uh, he has two kind of small glistening silver you don't know what they are but these cylinders with smaller cylinders with handles and they're strapping into the front here and he's strapping two more on the side he then starts loading his pouches filled with these glistening um, pellets that he's putting into pouches he's like right 
I'm ready to go. Okay. These bastards ain't gonna know what hit him. No. Uh, he he didn't pick up PCs. He has a he has his backpack as well. He picks up a small robe, uh, a, a set of kind of look like wands and packs them in. Got has been the stuff as well, so that's kind of good. Um, have you found everything you need? Yes. Uh, I think I have enough. I mean, I'd like to take more, but I, I reckon we'll uh, take our stuff and uh, and uh, get going. Okay. Are you going to bring anything extra? Are you going to leave the rest I of it? I would love to. You have a bag of holding. Yes, you have a bag of Start holding. Shit. Yeah, that's... Fuck <laughs> yeah, it all in there. Works. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to check whether so I could do it. Yeah. Roll another investigation check to see what you find. Okay. Gareth Keenan investigates. Oh, it's cocked. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. That's okay. Okay. So investigation in oh nineteen, baby. And you find all manner of uh, what look like like jeweled hilted daggers and bolts for crossbows, and you find a few cylindrical objects that have spikes on them. And as you're picking them up, you're kind of juggling them with a I wouldn't juggle those if I were okay, you. They're okay. a bit more volatile than your average pellet. Yoink. You see that fuse thing there? You light that fuse and throw it? It's going to cause all manner of hurt. Oh, excellent. Um, so you pocket all that stuff. I pocketed it. I'll get you the stat sheets for those later. Um, there it was. Brad has picked up a couple of um, <laughs> kind of like cutlasses and, and, and he's armored up as well. Uh, he's also he found he found a bag not a bag of holding but a bag to put some extra stuff into. Have I still got my light armor on. You got all your gear. You found all your gear. Oh, okay. So all your gear is back. You're fully back to your AC. This is okay. where all your shit has been stored. Excellent. Uh, he finds your armor, uh, okay. your plate armor, which he makes sure he packs in, uh, and your weapons and stuff like that. That's kind of his. That he gets that first before anything else. Come on. Um, so he packs everything up. You guys are ready to go. What do you want to do now? So you're, you're, you, you came in past the like, guards. You came in past the guards, looking like regular yep. patrols people. Yeah. You're going out fully too. I'm gonna ask. Um, oh, who's got a, who's got a spina? They do. They don't know. She's still hiding. She's yeah. She's hiding. She didn't come with us. No. And she didn't come with us either because she was hiding. But you don't know any of this. Oh, okay. Oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, know yeah. any of this. For you don't wear. You don't know that these are gone. You don't know yeah. what his spin is doing. No, sorry, I thought she was with us. That's okay. I thought she'd stay with her dog. Okay, uh, then um, I'm going to find another way out of here, maybe. See if there's a back door. No. no. no okay. It's literally a, it's only well, that's fine. We're tooled up. Let's do a hack and slash and get back. Okay. Yeah. So, right up with my yeah. All right. So, do you want to open the door back up? Hmm. What's my alternative? Staying in this room forever. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a sass table too. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, we're tooled up. We're going back through the door. Okay. Um, do you want we don't, door? we don't have an alternative. There's no other door. There's no other door. Yeah. So this seems such a loaded question. We have to get out of here. Um, we don't have magic. Roll an investigation check for me. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you see I keep studying his face, waiting for his eyebrow to twitch to tell me <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, him, hey, use your brain. Uh, oh, it's not ours. No, it's not. No, no. Ten. I can add. Ten. You notice that at the back there is... Did I say ten? I meant forty-three. <laughs> 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 Believable noise. Believable noise. 
back, you find <laughs> a vented area um, that seems to go I down. Know. It's like a it's a large enough vent that even Erdak could probably fit through. Okay. It's like a it's a round vented area at the back. There's a bit of water draining <laughs> off into it, and you can look down. The drain is going downwards. Okay. Yeah, let's get out this way if we can. It's me, him, and uh, and uh, one of the Brad. room five. Brad. Room five. Brad. So, uh, all right, uh, I'm going to gesture to the guys that we're going out this way. Okay. And uh, let's uh, beat a hasty retreat. Okay. So, uh, the, the grating that's on there could probably do it a bit of a pull. Do you yeah. want to try and give it a... a no, use? we'll get her to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Erdak rolled a 16 strength. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he's like... And it comes off. Yeah, excellent. Um, is that ladies first? Sure. Brad goes first. But let's not stand on ceremony. Yeah. I'm gonna go down the far right. goes last. You flow. You you flow down, and you. It's actually a surprisingly short drop, and you kick through another vent into a bright room, and. As you're landing, the smell is hitting you in the face. And you land, roll an acrobatics check. Oh, I think it should be all right. Oh, why am I saying that? Don't jinx it. Okay, that's, uh, I can add, 24, baby. 24, you land landing, you look up, and you're met with the weirdest fucking sight you've <laughs> ever seen. You've seen splayed in a table, <laughs> surrounded by what look like doctors, um, you know the plate mask things yeah that's what they look like excellent and they're all like he's splayed up like this and he's you see him cut from neck to navel and he's like just like he looks perfectly lucid and looking around him and you look up and you see all the people they're they're caught off completely off guard they're looking around at you and then followed by Brad then followed by Erdak and everyone lands in and rolls Brad rolls an 18 (laughs) And Erdak rolls a two. Oh. So Erdak <laughs> crashing in and boom, 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 rolls across the floor, knocks into two of the doctors, knocks them off their feet. Excellent. Before pulling himself back, he was like, I'm really sorry. I'm not the most stealthy. I like to come in generally guns blazing. I really do apologize. Um, the, the doctors are all looking at each other. They're looking at you fully tooled up. They're looking at Erdak with his height and his weaponry all over him. And they're looking at Brad, who's carrying a massive sack of, of weaponry and it has a, a sword drawn and, it, and they all just look at each other and go they all scarper out the door ah crap oh can I not get to the door and stop them escaping um, you can certainly try I can certainly try I'm going to certainly try okay. <laughs> I'm nothing if not a repeated idiot roll, roll an athletics check to see how quickly you can get to the door okay Oh, it's no bad, it's no bad, it's 21. 21. You dart to the door, you block their way. And they they pile on you to push past. There's about five of them at this point for them. Um, They roll roll the 19 as a group. They push you against the door. The door kind of creaks back open and they push past. Do you want to roll the strength check? Yeah, Yeah, why not? These always (laughs) go so well. Oh, it's 17. 17. Yeah. They roll the 19. Well, initially they roll the 19, so... They roll a four. <laughs> um, you push them back. Erdak has come up behind you and has grabbed the back two. Excellent. And he rolled a six. He grabbed one and pulls the one back and throws it to the ground while yeah. the other one is still resisting. Yeah. Uh, Brad moves forward. Can you roll for Brad? Roll a strength check for me, please. 
Brad's pretty strong. 15. 15. Brad manages to grapple one of them as well. Okay. Close the door shut and you are just. Can I lock the door? I want to lock the door. There's no key, really. No, I've got tools. So you're going to try and tools. roll a lockpick. Roll lockpick. So, uh. I do have a lockpicking kit. So what would I roll? Roll a d20 and there should be a proficiency modifier for that. Okay. There should be a. Roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Okay. Alright, well then. Oh, 17 plus 5, which I can totally do. Right. So, yeah, so you managed to lock the door using your lockpicking kit. Okay, good. And you're locked in there with the doctors and a... <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to tell them to can it for a minute and then I'm going to turn to Norman. I'm gonna, they can't get out any other way, no. Unless no, they go locked, up through the vent. Unless they go back up through the vent. Okay, they're just going to stay there uh, while we talk to Norman. Hi, Norman. <laughs> it's your boy. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? Oh, you know, just hanging around. <laughs> Can you? Uh, oh, I'll, I'm gonna let that go because I'm actually happy to see you, which is strange in the extreme. Mm. Why? I'm not gonna ask why you have so many entrails. I'm going to not, ask. Not you, anymore. Can you still? Can you? You still function? Um, to be determined. Can you still do your um, jiggery pokery? Can you still do magic? I'm fairly sure the top half is working fine. Okay. Yes. Can we get you packed up and bring you with us? If you could get me out of here and just kind of stuff everything back in. <laughs> Can we? Yeah. Let me see. What would we do? You need to roll a medicine check if you want to do that. No. Oh. If you uh, can't. Now, Norman has lived through this, so he could live in a bag of holding for a few minutes. Like Right now, Norman looks like a bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can uh, jam everything in. But obviously it's not extreme medicine because he doesn't need any of this stuff. As you move towards the jars oh, no. and you start moving things around, the doctor... Why have I moved anything around? Well, no, you're, starting, you're moving towards the jars. And if you're I'm not taking the stuff out of the jars. I'm getting the stuff that's physically hanging out of them, jamming it in the hole and taking it. There's nothing hanging out of them. It's all in the yeah. jars. Make the oh, you're a vacant yeah. space. Yeah. Can, I, can I look at the doctors? Can I, can I put in and yeah. kind of look at the doctors? Uh, excuse me, I'm fine so fellows. Um, oh. If you would oh, kindly do me a favour and just stitch me up enough to get off of this slab, I would very much appreciate it. And if you do that... I will not feel the need to put you here in my place. They all kind of look at each other and they, you hear a kind of hissing. Mm. But you hear this in your head. Mm. You do not hear them speaking. You hear this in your head. Mm. Roll a persuasion check. It's actually quite high for me. Can I, can I add no, a... No, that's a two. Oh, but can <laughs> I... <laughs> Never say that before you. I would have, as soon as he said that, said... I'd do it if I were you and pull out some shit. Like, I, I, I don't know, I'll be trying to back him up there. Uh, <laughs> roll, roll. Count that as your first roll. And do it with advantage. Do it with advantage. Do your second roll. Okay. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> that bit goes there. Right, but I'm have to do the it takes, it takes some time. Yeah. But they put <laughs> you back in alphabetical order. Uh, nice. they oh, it's like one of those like the doctor models on it's the switch. Like, it's, like it's, like it's like the reverse operation. His nose just beeps every time he gets in the road. It does that anyway, though. Um, 
They put you back together the way they found Did you. Did they put like everything back in, or is like everything probably, they took out? Yeah, they there's probably a few bits that have like gotten lost along the way. Yeah, no, everything was in jars. Okay, very well looked after. You hear, you start to hear as they're putting you back together. You're kind of regaining a bit more of yourself. You weren't yeah, fine. No, quite you literally, weren't dying, yeah. but. Oh, you're, you you're, did you're, need you're, those. Your kind of consciousness is starting to come back together, mm-hmm. and you start to telepathically hear them talk to each other. Okay. And you can. You, what language do you speak? I have common deep speech and primordial. You can understand <laughs> what they're saying. Yeah. Um, they're they're talking about how serving this one for the greater one isn't always the best course of action. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be getting the, the, the good end of this bargain. Mm. They didn't agree to this type of danger. They thought mm-hmm. they were just going to be studying creatures mm. and, and, and bettering the community. And the word is community, but you know they mean collective. Yeah, sure. So you don't... It's kind of strange way of the way they're speaking. They don't seem to be speaking... They're speaking in their native tongue, but it's not natural. It's yeah. weird. Um, but you're getting a sense of they're not from around here either. Mm. Um, it's a lot of that going around. <laughs> yeah. So they've put you back together, they've sewn you back up, and, and all it takes about takes them about an hour sure. to do this. Um, and you, they take you off the table, and you stand back up, and your robes and everything are still here, so they can, you basically can put your clothes back on. We're now going to cut to around. Um, Valak has given you the grand tour. He's bringing you into... Jesus, he said he wouldn't. He's such a prick. I know, right? He's bringing you into a, into a room that has what looks like a set of chairs and a few bits of bobs. But the, the two chairs that are in the center, they look like they're, they're not so much thrones, but they're, they look opulent. You, uh, they look opulent and they, they're well decked out. There's food all around you. Um, you do notice off in the corner is your lute. Your, your musical, your musical uh, instrument, and a few other of your accoutrements and stuff that you've had, um, is there. He says, "I've prepared some food. We are going to see your friends. I promise you, they are very close. I've had a special arrangement put together for them, so we can enjoy the time together. So please, just give me this time." I mean, pretty nice big chairs. <laughs> and there's a lot of food and everything around. It's very nicely laid out. He's laid out your favourite fruits um, that you're aware of that you can see that he's put this all together just for you. And um, you do notice that there's a backdrop. And the backdrop is a crest to Harold. Um, and one half of it looks like your family crest. And it has the sun at the centre. Mm-hmm. But it's split down at a kind of an angle. And the top half is, is like the night sky with stars. And then there's a half a moon. The two of them are meeting in the center and they're kind of intertwined on each other because mm-hmm. i took the liberty of um creating a family crest i mean i mean from what i remember technically we're still probably yeah well my golden light you might not remember everything you think you do it's it was a traumatic time for you and i blame myself really i mean not that it's my fault, but I, I tend to blame myself. <laughs> but it totally <laughs> is. <laughs> and again, the, 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 the wall that's in the back of your mind is, is starting to deteriorate more. And he goes, would you please take a seat? And I'm preparing the show. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it is like so, show. so good. So, <laughs> what do you want to do? I 
think for now he's trying to he's just gonna fucking roll with it he's not gonna try to take him off too much so he's like okay <coughs> I'll sit for a moment and um okay you take a seat he sits next to you and he starts to kind of pour wine and offers you fruit and foods and I don't eat anything Jesus, you don't eat anything no. and he starts to pick at some food um, roll a perception check for me uh, twenty-one. You well, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sense. <laughs> you sense the loot. You sense the instrument. Sorry. Um, very much like before, the last couple of times that you've used it, you're feeling the connection to it growing. Mm-hmm. You sense that it's it is kind of calling to you. There's something there. Mm-hmm. I like that roll the natural one. He doesn't notice anything. He's mm-hmm. too enthralled in trying to please you. Sure. He doesn't. He's not aware of anything else. Stuff. That's what we all need. He says. Mm-hmm. Valak then looks off to the side. You don't. You see a curtain on the side of the room. Like the room is like a, a long rectangular box, and there's the door that you came in, and then there's drapery all around you with red curtains. And he looks off to the side. He goes, "Proceed." You hear a grinding of gears, and the room starts to rise. It's like somebody a pulley. You hear the gears going. And the room starts to rise and turn as it goes up into the air. And it, it comes up into the sunlight and it hits your eyes. You're kind of like, oh, a bit. And you hear a crowd cheering. And it's quite a large crowd. And they're all calling Valak's name. They're all calling for the voice. They're all calling for the mind. They're calling for the hand. And you rise up. Yeah. And the more you rise up, you're starting to realise what you're looking at and what you're overlooking. Mm-hmm. You see a large auditorium, mm-hmm. and in the centre is a circular pit with gates on either end. Oh, wonderful! And towards the centre of this pit, you can see Aratir, a room, and a now decayed oaken standing. How far down, like measurement wise? You're are you're kind of look up, but you're in the box seats, basically. Sure looking down on this yeah you can see them in quite good detail you've got a really good view there's around you you've come up kind of in the middle of an auditorium so there's crowds on either side of you there's a small barrier a wall that's just a, that high and then you're pretty much there into the into the auditorium where the sand the gravity it's kind of like a big fighting pit yeah that's so what you're looking at. are we enclosed or are we kind of like you're enclosed within your box so the people on either side can't see you they just know that that's Valak's box could they see me from where they, they, if they look up and they can they can see you're there in this chair next to and could Bach. they hear me um, I don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see how loud instant, you at them instant reaction is like he gets up he's like Arun you've come to save me <laughs> I'm going to get the brush again derpy 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 and you roll a perception check <laughs> Uh, 14. 14. You look up as you hear the voice and you see Laurent. He's like. Okay, well, no, I'm, it's I'm not like, seen, so you're, it's an open box. Oh, so it is open. Okay. You can walk down sure. and you're right at the barrier. There is a barrier there that's kind of to stop you falling in or anyone getting in, oh, yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. and into the, into the box. But you can see them into the fighting pit. Do I have control of my own limbs and stuff? You, like you have full control. You all yeah. three of you have full control of your that's limbs. Your Um, you're still in your guards garb, mm-hmm. right? You're still in the oh, garb you were in. 
I still have no armor. You have and like wood You're weapon. the same as well. And, a, oh, and, okay. a, and an ogan in a cage. No, yes. ogan's out of the cage. The cage is gone. Cage. You can take it out of the cage, you can put it into the pit. Da da! Okay, so hang on. So the three of us are in the pit, but at least he's not in the cage. Despite all my rage, I'm not an ogan in the cage. There, you're in the pit. He basically then starts talking. He's like, "Do you not see? Do you not see that all I want to give you is entertainment?" Yeah. I was gonna use that later. Sorry. I have a really good idea. Yes. How about I? I don't know. Play them in. You could do that. Yes. Yeah, I could. It's amazing. So you, we can, we can both play them in, and he reaches off one side. Maybe not. Maybe just me, because you know it's been a while since I got to like you know. Whole thing, yeah. You always were my my shining sun. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. When he says the phrase "shining sun," the wall in your mind falls. Yeah. The loot to one side. In your mind, you can see it. It's actually glowing, but nobody else seems to see it. Mm-hmm. You get drawn inwards, and you find yourself standing in a corridor, a very familiar corridor. Of your home. Oh, good. Your family home. The family castle mm-hmm. that you grew up in. <gasps> you look around and there's nobody there. And then from behind you, you hear a voice. It goes, it's a female voice. You've never heard it before. Okay. Oh, yours. I have been trying to reach you. For two weeks. And you turn around. Mm-hmm. And in front of you is a familiar figure. Is it your one from the loop? It's the female bard mm-hmm. from the loop. I have been trying to break down this wall of communication for two weeks. I could not find you. Oh, this is weird. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you have had a mental block in your mind. Stopping you from remembering yeah. where you were from and how you got where you are, and who caused this pain for you. I've a pretty big inkling. You start to hear voices from up the corridor, and you recognise one of them. One of them as your own. Mm. What do you want to do? Um, I walk to her. You walk to her. Yep. Well, she's right next to you. She's just behind oh, you. Oh, I thought she was like... No, she, she's, she's right behind you, but the voices are ahead of you uh-huh. and off to the right of oh. the car. Yeah. Be like, what is this? This is your past. Mm. Yeah. This is where you came from. This is the situation that you need to see to oh. show you where you need to go. I would rather not. If you do not do this, you may not be able to leave. Fine. Fine. I will be with you. I will guide you. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to guide you mm-hmm. so you don't end up in the same fate that I have ended up in. The last thing you would want is to be trapped inside of a loot for the rest of your life. That would be shit. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. It is quite shit. <laughs> Uh yeah, but I take her hand as I do. Okay. She holds your hand, 
and it pulls you close. You walk up and you hear you hear the voices and it, it is you and Valak having a conversation. Mm-hmm. But you're together. Yeah. You're lying on a bed together and you're discussing your plans of what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Valak is talking about the kingdom. He's talking about your role as the prince mm-hmm. and how we'd like to be part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like he's telling you that he really can bring you to a place where you can rule and be powerful with him by your side. It seems like a very peaceful setting. There's a fire lit, there's food, there's wine. You're very much enjoying each other's company. But now as you're looking at it through the eyes that you have now, where you're standing, you can tell that Valak is leading you on. Mm -hmm. He's guiding you with words that they sound like they're colored in honey, but they're poison. And you're not seeing, you didn't see it then, Mm -hmm. because you were enthralled by it. But you're seeing it then. The room kind of starts to swirl and change. And you're now in a room with your parents, with Valak by your side. Your parents sit on their drones as they look down upon you as you try to argue with them about how you should be doing more for the kingdom, more than they ever have done. And Valak is staying quiet behind you. But these are his words coming out of your mouth. These are words he's planted in your mind. And you're aware of it now, Mm -hmm. but you weren't aware of it then. Your father is quite angry. Your mother is, is looking shocked. Your father's claiming that you never wanted to be part of the kingdom. You never wanted to rule. You always wanted to lay about and learn how to play your instruments and enjoy your life. I'm such a disappointment. <laughs> and not be the prince you were meant to be. Valak interjects and cuts your father down in, like, in, in anything he's saying. And you see your father kind of slump back in his chair. And he's, he's kind of looking troubled. Your mother's looking equally troubled. The room shifts again, but it's the same room, but it shifts ever so slightly but it's darker. And the spectre that's with you pulls you closer. She goes, we're nearly done. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. You yep, have great. to hold it together because here comes the hard part. You see yourself and Valak standing, looking at the thrones, with your parents sitting there, their eyes glowing blue, not saying anything. Valak turns to you and says, the kingdom could be ours to rule together. Something that we've wanted for a very, very long time. We just need to rule with your parents and take it for ourselves. This land could be ours. And then you remember, you start to remember this conversation as you're watching it happen. Mm-hmm. And you're remembering that this was the first seed of doubt that you started to sow for yourself in your mind. And you see yourself pull away from Valak slightly. And a flash of anger across his eyes and his voice changes slightly as well you don't understand we need to rule myself and yourself need to rule here we need this kingdom 
You must understand this. Your father is a fool. He resists me. I need your approval. You see yourself back away. And then you see a change in Valak. A shadow comes over him. And while his, his tiefling form is quite demonic, right now he's not really looking like a tiefling. He's looking like something else. And a dark shadow appears behind him and behind your parents as their heads low and they look like they're sleeping as a dark shadow reaches up over the backs of their thrones and over the back of Valak and reaches in and looks at you not at the you that you're watching looks at you standing with the spectral figure and just twists its head in this dark shadow two bright red eyes my shining sun and you wake up and you're back in the auditorium the loot is in your hand. Valak is looking at you. And it looks like he looks at you as if to say, I've lost. You're gone. And then his face turns to shadow and anger. And you start to strum the loot. Just out of reflex. I'm not gonna cut to you now. Okay. You're oh back God. in the doctor's room. You have everyone ready to go. The doctors are all standing to one side. Um, Norman is back to himself. You want to do some storming, Norman? Yes, I uh, have a uh, have 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 some things to take up with the uh, the owner of this vessel. <laughs> I'd uh, very much like to see how he functions in the position I've been in. I'd very much like to see you get him into the position that you were in, Norman. Mm. It is an absolute treat to see you again. I Everyone, can't up. say let's the go. feeling let's is go. mutual, but let's go. <laughs> let's go. Do you know the best place to go next, Norman? Everybody's spread. I, I think I know where the half orcs are, but Erdash pipes up. I gotta interject here. Uh, I do know the, the way back to the area we came from here, but it's gonna take us up through uh, kind of a more communal area. Uh, they have like a, a seating place where they feed everybody, and then we got the fighting pits off off by the left. We have to go that way to loop back up onto the next level that we came down from. Yeah. That's the only way from here. Follow the bovine. Okay, we'll follow the bovine. Um, have you seen Loran, Norman? I have. Uh, he okay? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> that depend. That rather depends on how quickly we arrive. Okay. Let's get going. Time is of the essence. I I'm would, I would actually door. like to preserve that one. Okay. It's pretty okay. easy to unlock the door after you've locked yeah, it. So cool. you can just particularly, um, the doctors are all kind of huddled in the corner, and you hear one of them say, "Like, I think if we stay here and say nothing, they might ignore us." Yeah, we're not interested. I jump into one of their heads as I'm leaving. <laughs> um, just kind of like glance at them and I'm like, "If uh, you know what's good for you, you'll." Destroy those research notes. You're gonna jump into their heads. Yeah. yeah. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna fight you. That is a twenty, but not a not. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that. Exactly that. Wayne. It's all right. No, no, it's low battery. Yeah, but it's kept going. It's 20% weight. So you're battery. Ooh. Okay. 
Was there a spicy I, meatball? I start to say, <laughs> I start to say what I was going to say, and kind of stop, and I like look at them, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll be back for you. And, uh, <laughs> are you afraid? Because you very much should be. I'll be back. And uh, yeah, I just turn and leave. Locked so, up behind you. Done. So you lock the door behind you. And um, I, I reckon we gotta move with haste. Who knows where these guys have got themselves and got themselves into? Where they got? Yes, their, haste. Like, go, go. Now, Norman, like this guy. Yeah, Norman. Can you make us a little bit less sus appearance-wise? I can only make me. No, no. I, I know the people on the ship, and I know you tend to take my approach to uh, collateral damage somewhat <laughs> reluctantly. But no, there is no hope for them. Go. Who? Okay, so. Oh no, I mean, can you, uh, we're all tooled up. We're looking like we're about to bust some heads. Can you make us, can you do anything about our appearance as we make our way through the... Yes, I can. Area? We can be splattered in the heads of those we bust along the way. Okay, let's move. go. <laughs> okay, let's so, go. You, you move at a haste. And yeah. As you're running through, you notice that the corridors are actually quite empty. Um, okay. seems to be emptied out a bit and even as you run through Convenient. Into, the, into the large canteen type area where everyone gets fed <laughs> that is, uh, there's a few bodies smattered about place having a bit of food but it's mostly empty you hear a loud cheering from up ahead <laughs> and like, I'm guessing they've gone into the fat pits for the day that tends to be the end of day entertainment that they put on it's mostly beasties and you know they might throw the odd worker in there for a bit of Fun, but you know, if there's entertainment, that's where Loran will be. Yeah, I agree. So uh, you make your way up to the left, and I guys, I wasn't gonna do it. (laughs) You make your way up to the left, and you are you find a set of steps that lead up, seem to lead up into what is the fighting arena pit. You come up, and you hear the loud cheering, and it grows and grows and grows as you reach the top of these stairs. You find yourself up into the crowd, and you notice. And you come up at the top of the steps. They both use roller perception check. I'll roll for Erdak. Oh, okay. What about Brad? Brad, I'll roll for Brad as well. Uh, Brad, 19. Okay. No, I got 11. Uh, Cody, you notice know as you get to the top of the steps, you look down into the fighting pit and you make out uh, Arun, Aratir, and Odin. And you also, because you're also high, you as you're looking around, you look up into the, the main box off to your left side and you see Loran. And Loran has literally just started... You can see Loran, and for some reason, you can hear Loran. Because as soon as Loran starts to strum that lute, the music starts booms. to play okay. and booms out through the auditorium. Valak stands to his feet, runs to the barrier, and screams Bring the mind! Bring the voice! Bring the hand! Release the creatures! Oh, can God I make an instant God. reaction? Where's the crowd? You know the time, the show, the, the basically you see three creatures teleport <laughs> and drop into the auditorium. That was also going to be my move for the record. We'll give you, yeah, you <laughs> okay, can do that cool. in a sec. As, you, as that goes, you they drop into the auditorium. The barriers that were holding in, whatever they were holding in, shoot up. You see three creatures rush forward up behind the, the, the hand, the voice and the mind, which are the, the Goliath, the Kenku and the human. They rush forward to the three of you, ready for attack. Valak turns. Do you what do you do you want to teleport? Uh do you have teleport? <laughs> oh no, I, w- I wasn't saying teleport. Okay. I was saying jump. You wanna jump. You look I shout Arun! <laughs> <laughs> 
confusing me. Uh, just like pulls he's, the loon and just kind of goes. He's <laughs> just not that into you. Stop breaking your own heart. Jumping through the air, strumming the loop with a loud thunderous boom throughout the auditorium. Laurent leaps. You see this happen. Yeah. The crowd cheer. Valak screams. Oh, you all ready yourselves for battle. And that's where we're going to end no! this. No! no! <laughs> I didn't scene. stab anyone for hours. <laughs> Wait, for hours. Th- those creatures, what were they? Or what we'll are they? Out. Oh, damn it! <laughs> okay. Folks, thank you so much for watching. We hope you enjoyed the session. Um, definitely more to come in this story. Um, Full of action for the next one, I take it. I'll Woo-hoo! kill you, Tom, but I'll kill you. <laughs> um, thank you so much to my players. You've all been fantastic. Well, well done. Um, we will see you next time on Podcast Place Under Dragons next month. Um, please don't forget to enter into the competition. Thank you to Double City Comics for the sponsorship. I'm not going to give you the answer again. No, but the, the question is, please below type in the comments who created Dungeons and Dragons. We will pick a name out of a hat and we will post this book. Wee, wee, wee. The Art and Arcana of Dungeons and Dragons to the lucky winner anywhere in the world. Okay, Woo! so anywhere in the world, please share on social media to ask the questions, share on social media, tell your friends, tell your wife, all that malarkey, tell your kids. Thank you so much. This is the podcast based on Dragons. Until next time. Yay! Yay! Thanks, Wayne! Woo!